episode is powerful in ways we cannot explain. We pitch our ideas for season three of The Mandalorian, from Grogu's return to Beskar Speedos. All this and more on episode 33 of Krypton 2 Alderaan. Welcome, everyone, to Krypton to Alderaan, the podcast that wants to go to Tashi Station to buy some power converters. <laughs> I don't know why I wait for a reaction. I'm Joey, and with me is Royce. Hello, podcast. Robin. Hello. And Dr. Lorelai. Hello. And with our powers combined, we're the podcast that talks all about nerdy pop culture stuff, but it's mostly Star Wars. If you'd like to get in touch with us, reach out with your feelings. We're on Twitter at Krypton Alderon. We're on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube at Krypton 2 Alderon. So respectfully click our subscribe button. And finally, you can pew pew us an email at kryptontoalderon at gmail.com. Also, it would be a huge help to the show if you could leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else that allows podcast reviews. It's really good for the show. It's good for team morale. And it helps people find us, which is the biggest benefit. And also, we love to hear from you. If you do leave us a review, I'll read it on the show, like this review from CatCatCat21. They gave us five stars and said, Feels like we're hanging out eating pizza. (laughs) I just love these guys. They are delightful to listen to, and I love their depth of nerd knowledge. It's kind of like listening to a morning radio show but smart. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Cat, Cat, Cat. That's means a lot. Morning show, but smart. And we love fun? pizza. We also love pizza. Call me Michelangelo because I love pizza. 30 minutes or it's free, dude. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks, Cat, Cat, Cat 21. That's really great. We appreciate that. And uh, other listeners, please follow suit. That would be really incredible. All right, what else we got? Royce, what's up? What's going on with you? It is the last week of summer vacation. Just letting you all know. (laughs) Says who? (laughs) Yeah, nothing's really up. We still haven't started binging any new TV shows, but this week we finished Dave, which we were watching in real time on TV. TiVo'd, if you will. (laughs) So I guess actually I take it back. Not real time. We would record it on YouTube TV and then watch it back later so we could fast forward through the commercials. Yeah, that sounds good. Is Dave good? Is that a good show? It's definitely a little weird. Like, it's sort of left of center. It's like, uh, I guess like you would call it a comedy, but it's also kind of like a drama-ish. But it's just weird. The main character is like a neurotic rapping musical artist. Yeah. And there's a lot of parallels between like this guy's life and my own life but just on like a way different scale because he's like a famous rapper and I'm not a rapper nor famous, but I make music. And every time we're watching the show, Robin's like, that's you. What he's doing right now, that's you. Just so you know. It doesn't sound like that's in a positive way. It's like, uh, by the way, this is what it's like living with you. Yeah, he's he's neurotic and self-centered and has like no confidence, but like wants to be the greatest rapper ever. And yeah, I think any creative person can relate to it in general, but yeah, I like it a lot. It was its second season. So if you're behind, it's not going to be hard to catch up because it's only like six episodes. 
And they're like a really random time. It's like not 30 minutes. It's not an hour. It's like somewhere in between. Nice. That's all I got. Dave on FXX or on Hulu or FX. No idea. FX. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we plugged a lot of stuff there. Robin, what uh, what do you got going on? I did finally get my Bro Thor Lego set. Nice. So that is fully assembled. It came with both Korg and Meek. And I'd like to see a picture of little Meek, little Lego Meek. I can do that. (laughs) Maybe we should tweet your, uh, have you assembled it? You assembled it? Yeah, completely assembled. Maybe we should tweet and gram your assembled Lego set. And and also the thing that I'm going to be into this week. We'll put pictures up. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Yay. Yay. Anything else, Robin? Mm, no. What about our posters? Well, those oh, are kind yeah, of your, those oh, awesome posters. This is, this is should... podcast-worthy content above oh, yeah. all else. We put up 800-foot-tall Star Wars posters. Yeah, they're, they're movie posters. Yeah, they're gigantic. Are they that size? I couldn't tell the scale of them. Are they movie poster size? Yeah, I don't know the exact dimension, but they're like the, it's like two foot by four foot or whatever. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh my God, that's really, really cool. I did not, I thought that they were like that size things back there. Yeah. It's pretty much our entire wall behind our couch. Wait, so did we explain nice. what the photos are, the posters? We did not explain. Explain the for the infamous listeners. posters. <laughs> so they are the original trilogy of Star Wars, posters made by a dude. <laughs> John Guido. Is this person, is this like an Etsy thing or? They are just like an artist that makes movie cinematic posters and drawings. And they happen to do an officially licensed one for Lucasfilm of the original trilogy. And my brother Rob got them for me for Christmas or birthday. I forget. I think it was birthday. But a couple of years ago, they live like in Pittsburgh. So we don't get to see them a lot. We've been like bringing one poster at a time over. Yeah, I think and that was literally your 30th birthday present. Maybe, yeah. It was it was a while. So we had one of them for a while, and then when Russ got married, they brought the other two over uh, a week or two ago. And now wow. we got all three. But they look awesome. So follow John Guido, G-U-Y-D-O, on Instagram. He makes mad cool art, and we got it hanging in the living room, and it takes up the entire goddamn wall. Plus... <laughs> What makes it cooler is Rob cut the mats himself, so he color matched the mats to the posters, and then he also built the frames that they're in. That's super cool. Pretty impressive. We'll throw pictures of all these things up on our various social medias. Yeah. Because they are super cool, and I did not realize that A, they were poster size, and B, they were officially licensed, commissioned, or whatever posters for the original trilogy and limited edition so we have like 1200 out of like 5000 i think i could be wrong but super cool yeah yeah it's awesome it's a really really sick present thanks rob if you're listening all right awesome lorelei what do you got anything we could take a picture of and put on the internet (laughs) (laughs) um my flower box Or lie uh, on the podcast. It's for right. kids, a kids show. <laughs> Joey. Follow us on OnlyFans at Krypton Alderon. It's a window box. <laughs> the flower box is the window to. Ah, stop it. <laughs> anyway. We've been zooming through Doctor Who still. We got to go much faster now because We're on we just Peter have Capaldi to get through. And he's. I've always been told he was the worst one and that people didn't like him, but it's true. 
My problem is not with the acting, it's with the character development. Yeah, we've it's it's a major step backwards and it's also the stories are not the stories aren't great good or fun and or he's just heartfelt mean. or anything. He's very he's mean. mean. Yeah, he's a very mean doctor. The heartless the heartless doctor. Is that what they call him? That's what I've called him right now. Oh, he's the heartless doctor. I just don't like he's it. He's got two hearts, but doesn't have a heart. I just don't like it. Yeah, me neither. So we're blowing through that just to like, oh God, we just That's the get worst when you're you're like, I gotta get through this, or you're introducing someone to a show and you're like, just mm-hmm. make it through the next couple episodes. This one's yeah. all about crypto the dog, but the next one's gonna be really <laughs> good. <laughs> hey, I remember those crypto episodes being good. Smallville? Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I like dogs. This one's actually a musical, but the rest of the season is oh, good. God. <laughs> But we're almost caught up, right? He wasn't on for that long, right? And No, he was on for a few years. Oh, really? So, <laughs> Oh, God. But maybe it I gets it better. I don't be know. Like, I stopped watching. You know, 10 or 15 episodes. No. No, we've got a couple seasons well, with Well, maybe Capaldi. he'll get better. Yeah. I don't know. I've stopped wa- I stopped watching when this happened, so this is all new to Let's me as well. Let's just go back well. to the beginning. No. <laughs> Put it on two times speed. Yeah. Yeah. At least that way everyone Even harder to funny. understand him. He's Scottish. Yeah. It's very difficult to understand sometimes. Other than that, I started watching Love Island. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of accents that are hard to understand. She watches Love Island on Friday nights when I am tuning into the Pink Milk Steam Room live stream. Brian, if you're listening... I guess thank you from Lorelai for yeah, giving the me something to do so that she can watch that. I watch TV by myself <laughs> so then Joey's in the pink milk yeah, stream. Nice. And so I have to somehow, I mean, there's five episodes a week. I'm very behind. So I have to like watch them and then Joey's forced to watch a couple with me. Yeah. Yep. So that's us. It's so good. <laughs> I don't know about that. It's really good. What are you into, Joey? On Saturday, we went to Denver, which I'm not super into because it's the driving part. sort of a hassle. But I did get to go to a comic book shop. I picked up some of the issues of the High Republic and High Republic Adventures that I needed to catch up on. But I also found something that I didn't even know existed, which is a graphic novelization of Star Wars A New Hope Special edition. Specifically the special edition. (laughs) From 2017. So this is the 40-year anniversary. Everyone listening, I'm showing Royce and Robin on I will (laughs) also post a picture of this. But it's super cool. I haven't cracked it open yet. But yeah, no idea. The artwork looks really cool. I mean, it's just, it looks like a super cool thing. It's hardcover. So I'm really stoked about that. I thought it was a super cool find. The Death Star is on the front and the back. Yeah, because there were two. No, it's just a new hope. It's only one, Lorelai. Yeah, that's the joke (laughs) I was trying to make. (laughs) Anyway, that's what I'm into, and we've done it yet again. Woo! Okay, so the meat and potatoes. We're going to do... Here's what we're going to do this episode. It's going to be super fun. I've decreed that it will be fun. Um, (laughs) One of the rules. Rule number one. (laughs) It'll be fun. Yes. Rule number two, I'll tell you in a minute. Rule number two is very important. So we are going to discuss our anticipation for The Mandalorian Season 3, which isn't even coming until sometime next year. I don't think we even know. So we're going to discuss our anticipation, maybe some things we'd like to see, maybe some story elements for Season 3. And Lorelai 
this is the way I foresee this going. Lorelai is going to pick the best one, the most intriguing one. Maybe she can rate us. She's going to moderate. She can moderate moderate. as well. So the rule number two is, or God, I don't even want to make a rule. I just want to say, please, I want to appeal to you. Don't just pick something because it's about Baby Yoda. (laughs) All right? Don't just like, if Robin's like, Baby Yoda's coming back, and that's, don't just pick it because of that. That's all I'm saying, please. Listen to our uh, entire- I'm going to listen, but I'm also going to pick- Baby Yoda. I mean, Baby Yoda <laughs> will come back because Disney and Star Disney is not stupid. Yeah. So Baby Yoda's coming back. But that's not part. This that. is like a fun. I know. This is a, it's a friendly competition between friends. Does anybody else have any appeals or rules? If Joey gets an appeal, then everybody does. No? No. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to. I'm opening another drink. <laughs> I'm feeling pretty confident. It doesn't it doesn't matter. No one's going to be right or wrong. We're all going to piss know. each other off and then we're just going to be like, "Okay, the podcast is over." Done. Remember you said that at the end. <laughs> I have a very peculiar list of things of which I do not want, things of mm. which I do want, and things I maybe want. So at any okay. point in time we can reference one of those three things. Should, what should we start with? Should we start with the good news, the bad news, or the maybe news? Well, I kind of wrote it in order of things that seemed most important to me. And number cool. one for me is a do not want. And I do not want Mandalorians not wearing Mandalorian helmets. Oh, you don't want faces. We're going to get into this. All right. Faces. This is already gotcha. heated. This is I'm already sorry. heated thing. I don't think we need to see Pedro Pascal's face. I want to see the Mandalorian armor and people dressed up in all their cool gear. But they kind of cracked that nut in the episode where they stole that ship from the man in black. So so what if everybody's wearing the helmet, but you see the Mandalorian summer gear and it's like short armored shorts, <laughs> <laughs> but they have the helmet on. <laughs> see, I'm all for, for seeing new Mandalorians. That was one of the coolest parts of the first season when they went into the covert or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you saw all the different Mandalorians had their own style and their own armors and everyone was different, just like stormtroopers. So I don't want to see them in shorts either, <laughs> but I do want, they have to have helmets. No, I don't need people's faces. I think that's what was cool about the first season of Mando. You never saw his face until that. But what about only helmet? I'm okay with only helmet too. Naked Mando. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, oh wait, never mind. (laughs) Speedo Mando, like really just like, just a metal Speedo. Is that the new? (laughs) Chastity belt type thing. Is that the new Mandalorian fan site, only helmets? (laughs) (laughs) Only helmets. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, that's something I, I don't want. I don't want Mandos without helmets. Okay. Gotcha. You guys Noted. don't seem to have opinions about that. Moving I on. I have an opinion. I have an opinion about that, but I'm, I think I'll get into it when it... When it's your when turn? It, yeah. Okay. So I would interject, but let's circle back to that. Sure. Next on the list. I do not want bloated references to Clone Wars or Rebels. I don't Oof. want any lame expository dialogue of... Here's all the history of the Darksaber in two minutes in the season finale of the show. I don't want any like too long, didn't read explanations of things. It's got to be more organic and in-universe, though I do want more Mandalorian history, but they got to do it through like the eyes of Mando learning about the world more and more. Like the time he learned Mm -hmm. that other Mandalorians don't wear helmets. 
that was pretty natural the way that came up. Well, maybe not now that I'm thinking about it because they were like, you're from a different clan. But that was a little less heavy than the Darksaber, which carries a lot of weight behind it, I feel like. Yeah, I think it was, I think the learning about other Mandalorians thing was not very heavy. You know, it's just character development and you're learning that there are other groups like you, but not exactly like you. And it changes your worldview. I'm going to talk a little bit about that too. Yeah. Yeah. So that works for his character. But the Darksaber thing was like, we're interjecting this plot point and it's from a TV show and you might not have watched the TV show. So let's catch everybody up to speed. I don't want that. So like disconnect the, the animated shows from the live action a little bit more. You can connect them, but make it written better, please. Okay. I like that. I like that. I'm on board as a person who doesn't watch the animated shows. I do want to see more guns and gear. I loved when mm. the Mandalorian got his armor. He's got his little shoulder thing. He got the pew, 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 whatever things that blow everybody up in the room for you. He got mm-hmm. the jet pack. Give him some more gear. I want to see more Mandalorians with guns and gear. So that kind of tacks yeah. onto the, the helmet thing. Like the armorer. Who didn't love the armorer? Is she, she's not dead now, right? She's still... It's up in the air. No, she's probably not dead. I I think they'll bring her back. It's also funny because sometimes I know it's deeper than this, but sometimes you talk about, you were talking about the Mandalorian when we were recording episodes about it as a video game in a a way that you'd like, you got to get the red key and then you get to the next level. But like what you just described is very video. I don't want him to be unlocking the stuff, but I do like like a scene where you're like, we got to suit up for the war and I'm bringing all these James Bond gadgets. That's fun. Like Iron Man putting on a new suit for like the final battle. Yeah. I don't want to see him side questing. That's one of my do not wants as well. No side quests or fill in other weeks. Yeah, I'm a, I have that as well. All right. I got I got a curveball. Right. Here's a curveball. Maybe Mando gets a new ship. Mm. Yeah. No, I want him to get a new ship, but like a a cool old Clone Wars era ship like his ship was. Like, they don't have to say that, but I want it to be cool and old, not, you know, whatever. Yeah, because what's he going to do? He's got to get a ship. The Mandalorian has gone from planet to planet, like almost every episode. So without a ship, what's he going to do? He's got to get a ship. So I put that on maybe because I don't need him to, but it seems like that's got to happen, right? Yeah. Yeah, I I don't I don't want him to stay in one place. I don't want them to be on the new Mandalore the entire season, like whatever. I agree. So I have two ways that I would like the season to go, and I would be happy with either. So number one, which I think would kind of be funniest, is if the season just opens <laughs> with Luke giving baby Yoda back to Mando and being like, <laughs> he's a pain in the ass. I cannot train him. All he wants is this ball. He wants you. Cannot train him. He's throwing up Reject. macarons all <laughs> yeah. over my. He's eating all the all the cookies. Robes. Yeah, like just take threw him up back. all over these ancient Jedi texts. <laughs> yeah, so I would be very happy with that if he's just like take them back and then they you know continue going on adventures, or yeah. if he keeps them and he trains them and you kind of see like a little bit of it throughout the season, like he's learning and he's training and he's becoming stronger, and then mm-hmm. like the last episode of the season is Baby Yoda coming back by himself and, like, saving Mando, saving the day. Yeah. But, like, you know, not falling asleep when he's done. Yeah. Yeah. I've got, I've actually, I guess I have two things to say. Will you really be happy if he doesn't, like, officially join the Mandalorian team until the last episode? 
I, season three? If they show him like a little bit throughout the season, I will be more okay with that as opposed to like not having him at all for the entire season and then having him right. come back like right at the end. But I think if they show him like a little bit, like every once in a while, I think that I'd be fine with that. But if he's just cool. not in the entire season at all, yeah. I'm done. <laughs> like karate kid training montages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't want it to evolve into com like a comedy thing. I don't want like an angsty teen Yoda teen Groot situation. Yeah. That's the only thing I don't want. Is baby Yoda mm-hmm. coming back for you at all, Joe? Baby, okay, should I should I go? This is the elephant in the room, I feel like, is like Baby Yoda content. So, personally, the way I've written down my thoughts, Baby Yoda does come back, but I would not be opposed to Baby Yoda not coming back. I do think they need to give us a little bit of time without Baby Yoda so that it's the Mandalorian and not the Baby Yoda show. You know, like, halfway through season one, everyone jumped on board with the Baby Yoda show. And I would love for it to be the Mandalorian for a little bit. And I think they set that up really well at the end of season two. So I would like to see that continue a little bit before we get Baby Yoda back. I agree with you to a point, Royce, about sort of the connections to canon. There's, you said last year when we were recording episodes during season two of The Mandalorian, you had talked about canon and how they're connecting to canon too much. and. I'm the canon guy, right? I, I love canon. I love the way. I love continuity. I just love the way those stories are told. And I would love for that to continue. But I agree that with some of season two of The Mandalorian and with some of The Bad Batch, they were maybe relying too much on past canon. I think you need to make those connections, but I also think you need to more focus on telling new canon, like make a new story and make it really interesting. The best example for me at this point is Rick and Morty, right? I've started to catch up on Rick and Morty and they've gotten out of that like canonical storytelling and more into random storytelling. And they make a point of saying that in the show. And I'm, I'm finding it less fun to watch because of that. So I really want those connections, the greater world from Mando, but being able to stand on its own and and creating a new story. But anyway, here's some things I want from Mandalorian Season 3. I think I'd like to see, straight away, I think I'd like to see a time jump. I I don't Hmm. need to see how they resolve the Darksaber stuff. I don't need to see them, like, Bo-Katan and Din Djarin fight over the Darksaber. I I don't think I need to see that. I just want it resolved, a time jump, and I'd love to see Din sort of continuing his education on Mandalorians, like season two taught us that he doesn't know everything about Mandalorians. He was just as surprised to find out that there are like different sects of Mandalorians. And so maybe taking his helmet off every once in a while, because he was part of Death Watch, which really indoctrinated you into believing certain rules existed and violence was the thing and all that stuff. So Maybe he's learning more from Bo-Katan. Maybe, like you said, Royce, he's learning more about Mandalorian history, but doesn't always need to be wearing the helmet. And I'd love for him to like be learning more about Death Watch, but mostly because of Darth Maul. You got anything to say to that? They have to explain all of this other canon stuff to the casual people somehow. So obviously you do that through Din learning about Mandalore and whatnot. 
I think you got to pick up right away where they left off. And Mandalorian's got to be like, who was that guy? And they're like, yeah, that was Luke Skywalker. They're like, crazy badass Jedi. And then he's yeah. like, oh, yeah, what's up with these Jedi anyway? You could maybe do flashbacks, I feel like, would be easier than a time jump where you're like, just accept all of this history that's happening. Mando's on Mandalore. Like, you, you, we need to see them going to Mandalore. And didn't they mention something about taking it back in general? So we well, got to figure out why they need to go to Mandalore. They do have to resolve the Darksaber thing. But through that and getting to Mandalore, like we'll we'll be caught up to speed somehow with all the history. Yeah, I think Mandalore is destroyed at this point. I don't think I'm not sure there is like a planet Mandalore to go back to. But Bo-Katan in season two was talking about uniting Mandalorians and going to, Man you know, whatever. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the planet wasn't destroyed. But I do want the Darksaber. Th Here's what I want. I want Bo-Katan to be ruler of the Mandalorians, unifier of the Mandalorians with the Darksaber. So maybe they fight and she just is like a spectacle and she, you know, quote unquote, beats Din. She's in charge. I would love to see Din having a new ship going around on a quest, on an overall quest to hmm. collect Mandalorians, to go out into the galaxy and find Mandalorians and unify them. The Empire is hunting Grogu and Din and Bo-Katan and, you know, the, the remnants of the Empire and um, what was his name? Moff Gideon. Moff Gideon. So the, the remnants of the Empire and Moff Gideon are hunting a lot of the characters down, but I'd love to see Din out in the galaxy recruiting Mandalorians saying, hey, we've got a new leader. She's got the Darksaber. We need your help. We're creating a new Mandalore. Come to this place and we'll all be united. Yeah, maybe he's going to disband all the Death Watch people, you know, and like convert them. Yeah, it would be really great for, so like the first two seasons, I think there was so much character development, I think certainly more that's ever been seen in live action Star Wars. So to have Din applying what he's learned to the future of Mandalore and Mandalorians, like, hey, I didn't know. I thought Death Watch was it. I thought this was the way. And it turns out there's more than one way. Come join us and learn <laughs> and learn about your history and learn about your culture and help us defend ourselves against what's left of the Empire. And the key to getting Grogu back, this is why I wanted a time jump, because we're pretty far away from other events currently. So if there's a time jump and he's been out in the galaxy, he's hearing rumors of the First Order, maybe not calling it that, but there's like rumblings. And if he gets to a point where like it's seeming like a big threat or maybe the First Order is talking about a secret weapon that they have and, the, you know, we have a lot of the cloning stuff we still don't know about. So maybe he returns or finds Luke and Grogu because he knows that Grogu's in danger from the Empire or the First Order or something like that. Sure. I'm sorry. There are many ways is not an acceptable catchphrase. I don't think we can print that on a t-shirt. Uh, <laughs> all of your other ideas were, were moderately acceptable. Uh, but <laughs> you're going to have to have a new catchphrase. So I think the whole point, though, is, again, the character development. This is the way is very black and white. It's, and it's very, like meta classic star wars dark side light side this is the way but din has learned that it's really not the armor was very ingrained in death watch and this is the way and she right. had the spikes on her helmet from when you know from 
yeah. Darth Maul and all this stuff. But he's learning that there's more than one way, which I think is very powerful from a storytelling standpoint. And he's learned it, so he feels maybe not an obligation, but like a a call to teach others yeah. that there's more than one way. I agree. I like that theme. I just need this a better catchphrase. So <laughs> on that, another maybe that I had, which maybe you could chime in, Robin. I had maybe Mando becomes a respected leader because you're like, he's got to get the Darksaber to Bo-Katan and she's going to return everything to its former glory. But the show is The Mandalorian. So to me, The Mandalorian is Din Djarin, not Bo-Katan, right? So like Joey says, it's going to kind of refocus on him. But what, like, does he become a respected leader or does he remain this lone wolf traveling the galaxy? Hmm. When I was thinking about all of this, the thing that I came to with like Din keeping the Darksaber and being sort of Mandalorian ruler would be that I really want to see him out in the galaxy having adventures. And it seems like if he's the one holding the Darksaber, he would have to be wherever Mandalore is, you know, ruling over the Mandalorians. It's season three, baby. We can do anything, man. I know. I. That's why I'm pitching this to Lorelai. Spicy love triangle with Mando, <laughs> Ahsoka Tano, and Bo-Katan. What do you think? <laughs> Speaking Robin's of spicy about- love triangle, I don't <laughs> want... I don't want to see... Oh, this is going to maybe get me in trouble with some people who listen to this show. But in season three of The Mandalorian, I don't think I want to see people like Cobb Vanth or Boba Fett or those people. I want that. I'm going to want that in the book of Boba Fett, but I want... Well, I've described what I want from Mandalorian season three. I would really love to see him out in the galaxy recruiting Mandalorians for the new man for new Mandalore. Sure. I like that. That makes a lot of sense. That's an easy plot line and he can jump around and he can get a ship and the ship can break. So I don't have an overarching plot in mind, but that makes a lot of sense. I like what you said, but I don't think like Luke cannot come back, man. The CGI doesn't work. He can't be on screen like doing stuff unless his hood is up. The only cool part about him coming back was when he blew up all of the dark troopers and that was probably just some other dude. So I don't want to see Luke's face. That's not not good enough for him to be a main character. Luke's yeah. hanging out with Grogu. So I'm sorry, Grogu's done. It's not, it's not the Grogu show. It never has been. It's the Mandalorian. You got two seasons of it. It was really smart. Now people are in. They introduced all the Mandalore stuff. And I think Joey's right. They're going to just kind of like reel you in a little bit. They're go- they know. They're like, Robin's out. But we're going to reel her back in with this Mandalorian <laughs> stuff. So that's a really good point that I didn't consider. I guess it would also be probably smart and maybe a good storyline to do this season without Grogu and tease him for the next season. Why does he, and if we he doesn't do, need to come back? I know, but it would hook people in. And also we know that at some point, I'm with you, Royce. I don't think it's necessary that he comes back. But if there's a plot point where <laughs> Din... Or the Mandalorians learn that there's like a plot to that the First Order is going to destroy all the Jedi at Luke's new Jedi school or whatever. Then that's the plot point for the Mando for Din to go there and get Grogu back. That's not for a very long time from when this is set, though. So that's why I was saying I would like a time jump a little bit and then have like inklings of the First Order and 
all that stuff to sprinkle in and be a danger to Luke and Grogu. Maybe. But we can't, but it seems like they were setting up the cloning stuff, right? And it seems like Grogu was a big part of that. If they had set all the cloning stuff up with the scientist and then the facility on Navarro and they don't address that in the next season or so, then that's a huge plot point that they introduced that they've done nothing with and we need to know more about that. And Grogu was essential to that. Maybe. I don't know if that's important for the overall show. I think you hit the nail on the head with it being a lot about Din Djarin's character development. He was like this lone wolf and then he became a daddy and he had to give yeah. away his kid and now he needs new purpose. And I don't think his new purpose like is going to include Grogu, but the cloning thing, you're right. Like the Empire will still be looking for Grogu. So yeah. that's a hanging Chad for sure. Here's, here's, a, here's a point that you just made me remember I wanted to bring up. The thing I think is... Very important to Star Wars storytelling at this point that's come up a lot in recent years, especially in Star Wars animation, and that they've gotten really good at is found family storytelling. And we had a found family story that worked both ways with Din and Grogu. And now with Din on his own, learning more about Mandalore and being accepted by different groups of Mandalorians, whereas he was not accepting of anyone else of anyone who took off their helmet. I think that is the emotional found family storytelling that we will continue to need from this show. I think it's like a huge point. I think it's a huge hook for, well, for me, I know. Uh, I love the found family stuff, but I think that that would be huge. Like he learned so much from his time with Grogu and now he's again, bringing it to other Mandalorians who might not have an open mind about stuff. Do I have any other points here? Oh, another point. I really, really want Katie O'Brien, who played uh, Moff Gideon's comm officer, to come back. And I want her to join the man. I want her to join Din Djarin's crew. And I think the way you do that is you're like, well, Moff Gideon killed everyone on that ship or left them for dead or whatever. And that like turns her and she's like, he left me behind or he left me for dead or whatever. And she joins the Mandalorian. She's a badass lady. I love her. Follow her on Instagram. She's super cool. Katie O'Brien. Um, I'd love to see her come back and, and sort of going with Ruiz's. I want, I do not want want Katie O'Brien. Do not want Bill Burr. Get rid of Bill Burr. Just Disney should fire Bill Burr. Towards the end of last season, when we saw him again, I was a little bit more on board, but then they fired the person that they fired and he stuck up for her. And now I don't want him anywhere near Star Wars. There's many more people who would love, who are like in acting, who would love to be a part of Star Wars that deserve those roles more than someone like he does. So that's my hot take on that. Agreed. Any other points uh, to my points or counterpoints or... Points, I, counterpoints. I think it would be cool if they had some sort of mega event that they were building to that they could set up early on in the season so we all could figure out what the show is supposed to be about. Yeah. Like Game of Thrones, for example. Maybe they don't execute it super awesome in the end of the series, but like they're like, oh, the White Walkers are coming and like we got the wall, we got to protect the wall. And that was sort of like the looming end game of the entire series. Yeah. I would like something like that with Mandalorian that you're like, they're going to build up to the battle of Mandalore at the end of the season or something, the siege of Mandalore mm. or whatever. 
And that's something that we're building to. And we're like, this is going to be a crazy event for the season finale. Cause those are the best season finales when there's like stakes at hand. Yeah. There needs to be a climax. Oh yeah. That, I, the reason I want to make sure I brought that up. Cause you mentioned like, maybe they're building a weapon or something like what are the stakes? There's never really been crazy stakes. It's always been an adventure. And then at the end of the adventure, there's like a big boss battle. But like, yeah. I want more higher stakes for the whole thing. Now that he's in with the rest of the Mandalorians, like you said, maybe this hangs on the balance of the new Republic and the new order or the first order or whatever they are. Right. There's more there than just him jumping around from planet to planet being like, I need the information you have. Yeah. Where should I go next with this information? Yeah, there needs to be more. I don't, I didn't, I was trying to think of what like would be a satisfying climax or something to me. And I just don't Death know Star what Trench they could Run. do. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I just don't know what they could do. Like, don't do a Death Star thing. Uh, Moff Gideon's hunt. Or, well, I don't know. They, what do they, do they have him? They have him now. They've like they got captured Moff him. Gideon in custody. So people trying to get Gideon back or like the remnants of the Empire. And Yeah. In my time jump idea, the secret weapon would be Snoke or would be Kylo Ren, like Kylo Ren's plant, like planted in Luke's Jedi training facility. You know, if it could tie into something like the rise of Kylo Ren, but again, that's like almost 20 years or that is 20 years past when the first season of The Mandalorian takes place. So that's why I was kind of thinking like a time jump might work either well, with this season or the next one. So you also mentioned at the beginning of this episode that you're like, there's going to be all these other series coming out and the Book of Boba Fett and Rangers of the Republic and Ahsoka Tano Task Force and whatever like other crazy shows are coming out. So I'm sure they're going to tie other stuff in. I don't know if it'll be crazy. I feel like the stuff you want to tie in is like too crazy. They're going to keep it as simple as like, those X-Wing pilot rangers or whatever, like they're going to be the rangers of the Republic. There's Ahsoka. She's in the Ahsoka show looking yeah. for Grand Admiral Thrawn. Like they already kind of peppered in some of those ideas, I feel like. Yeah, I'm not sure if I want a huge connected universe. I, I mean, I, I say that, but I know I'd watch it and I would enjoy it. But also I think maybe Rangers of the New Republic was canceled. Did I read that? Am I making that up? I'll look into it. But anyway, like... From what I understand, uh, Carano was supposed to be the lead huh. of uh. Rangers of the New Republic, and now she's not there anymore. And instead of giving it to the people they've already introduced in the show. They could recast. Come on. Yeah, they certainly should. But anyway, but yeah, maybe they're, maybe they're setting up to make like a huge connected event. Uh, but I just don't know what it would be. But that, again, I guess goes back to the beginning of what I was saying, which is like creating new canon, creating a new new storyline for us to be invested in and not having to be like, well, how's it going to connect to this? You know, I'm doing that, but they should just be able to make their own thing. They surprised everybody with Grogu. So hopefully they have another sort of similar thing up their sleeve that we can all care about. That's brand new Star Wars. Yeah. I am pretty confident that they are going, that I am going to like what they do. Right. <laughs> there's, there's, they've done a good job for two seasons. I really like the storytelling that they were doing. And who am I to come on this podcast and say, this is what I want from this show? Who the answer is, you? I'm me and this is my podcast, so I will <laughs> say what I want. And I've said it. Are we running out of time? We're out of time. All right. Well. <laughs> okay. How about every, all three of you get one more minute, summarize <laughs> your pitch, and then I will decide. All right. I'm going to steal a lot from Joey, though, for this little final stint here. That's okay. I would also like to see 
So I don't want to see the Mandalorians without their helmets, but I would like to see the Mandalorian, Din Djarin, feeling the loss of Grogu because I think mm. it's important mm. that Grogu Fs off for this, the rest <laughs> of the show, frankly. Like, he's not part of it. It's the Mandalorian. But I think it's really important that the next time you see Din, that he's like, I'll put Linus and Lucy here. He's got to be sad. <laughs> he's got to be like, you know, he was crying when baby Yoda left. So that's not going to go away. I feel like in just like one episode, he's back to being a badass. So he's yeah. got to feel a little bit down and, and have to find new purpose. That's going to be season three, in my opinion. Got it. Love it. Okay. Robin. Uh, more baby Yoda, baby Yoda forever. If there's no baby Yoda, everybody's going to stop Peace watching. Out. <laughs> Joey? Love it. Joey. <sighs> um, only helmets. <laughs> no baby Yoda. Um, Darth Maul. No, just kidding. He's dead, <laughs> Lorelai. Uh, yeah, no, I want to see a continuation of, of, of Din Djarin learning about the galaxy, learning about other Mandalorians, maybe learning about his culture and, and the history of Death Watch. And I want to see him out recruiting other Mandalorians to be unified under Bo-Katan, who now has the Darksaber. And I, I don't have a good conflict. I don't know how to incorporate the conflict, but that's, I've already said everything, right? So the Empire, the remnants of the Empire, maybe inklings of the First Order, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Classic Star Wars. Classic, Classic Star Wars. This is, there's more than one way, is what he starts saying. <laughs> there's more than one way. <laughs> terrible okay now i have to pick a winner <laughs> i mean everybody you could also just tell us why all our ideas are good and it would be very validating okay and i'll most... do that okay i think royce focused on some of the details in a really good way but i like the idea of upping the stakes mm. you know so far it's just been like mando and baby yoda traveling the universe together it's like okay Galaxy. like whatever <laughs> God, the galaxy together, far, far away. <laughs> Who cares? Anyway, that galaxy's in the universe, so they're also traveling the universe. Um, she is a doctor. But, like, why does that matter? I think that's a really good point. And, like, they've got to up the stakes. I think having some sort of, like, end game where, like, they bring some things together is a really cool idea. I'm into that. Woo. Yeah. And also ditching the, like, boring exposition. This is how this connects to this animated show that only one percent of you have watched or something you know whatever yeah i don't need to see that either there joey's the us. only one who needs to see that we are there, many are many <laughs> i think you're right because i think this show will have baby grogu in it i think both of these men are wrong <laughs> as much as you think the show i mean yeah from a plot standpoint the show doesn't really need baby yoda anymore like he's off on his own little thing now maybe he'll get his own show i don't know yeah maybe he'll think, get his own show <laughs> <laughs> but i think the reality is that he's not he might be gone for like the first half maybe the first two-thirds of the season but he's coming back that's how they got people hooked it's a big money maker Everybody loves baby Yoda, including you two, in case you've forgotten. <laughs> Maybe not money, as much as us. Big money maker. That's why we want only helmets. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> so I think you're correct on the most important point, 
which is that Baby Yoda is coming back. This is going exactly <laughs> how I thought it would go. Remember um, when Luke says that in, in yeah. <laughs> The Last Jedi? This is going to go exactly how you think. Mm-hmm. Joey, you were looking at like overall plot. What Correct. is this whole season going to be about? And the idea of the Mandalorian collecting all of the Mandalorians and like taking back Mandalore or what is Mandalore? Yes. Nailed <laughs> For a it. I was like, Mandaloria? <laughs> yeah. Um, Eternia? <laughs> I think it's the most logical direction for the show to go. And it makes sense giving, given his character development over the previous two seasons. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about the time jump. I think also maybe it would be interesting to do a time jump backwards. I think no. flashbacks are more likely no than more a flash prequels. forward. No, prequels. you'd flash back no, and then prequel season. you'd get your Darth Maul if they flash back. Yeah. Ray yeah, Park. I think that's that, true. That would definitely get people tweeting. If you're looking for the X factor, no Grogu, add Maul. <laughs> All right. So the Maul hashtag for this episode Grogu. is hashtag no Grogu. How did baby Maul. yoga get into that pod baby anyway? Yoga. How did baby, baby yoga? yoga? Yeah. How did baby dad dog in the first place? How do you get in that pod? No, I have the biggest bombshell to drop on everybody right now. They, okay. They flash back. Order 66, somebody takes Grogu from the Jedi Council, right? They didn't establish who. They flash back, and it's Maul. We kind of already know where Maul is during Order 66. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to drop a bombshell on your bombshell, but... But anyway, if you want tweets... I mean, you do, but we don't. If you want tweets, tweets. (laughs) you'll do it. Okay, so... I'm going to declare myself the winner because oh. I'm going <laughs> to use all of the bits of, from all of your ideas. So that would make me the winner, right? Wow. Spoken Hooray. like a true television executive. Yay. <laughs> Stealing other people's ideas. Yeah. And uh, making the most money off of them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so I'm the winner. Thank you all for your help. Who knew that would happen? Unforeseen. Oh, I put a left time for a drum roll. We don't have time for a drum roll. Okay. You're but right. we do have time for. Four. It's a prize question time with Joey. It's a prize question time with Joey. <laughs> My surprise question this week is Who is everyone's favorite Star Wars villain? We'll start with Royce. Lot to choose. Not thinking of every single one ever at the moment, but I think I'm going to go with Count Dooku. He's got a funny wow. lightsaber and he's like <laughs> not not quite the bad bad guy, you know, and he's a pawn. He's like it, it's very interesting his character. Also he trained Qui-Gon, kind of like Qui-Gon, and he left the Jedi Council and they're like he couldn't be a bad guy. He used to be a Jedi. Count Dooku, very mysterious villain character, underutilized mm-hmm. in my opinion in live action. But I'm sure there's other canon we could consume that would expand upon that. He's just saying that so I don't say what I have to say about the canon. Check out your local comic book shop, you know? <laughs> yeah, and check out your adult store for the Count Dooku <laughs> sex toy. That is 100% what his lightsaber is. Robin, is your favorite villain Count Dooku sex toy lightsaber? Of course. Should that be the name of this episode? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's how you get clicks. Uh, <laughs> I I mean, I think I'm going to go with Kylo. Nice. That's who I was going to go with. Robin, this happens every time. (laughs) I didn't like him that much in The Force Awakens because he was just kind of a big baby throwing a temper tantrum. I feel attacked. I feel personally (laughs) 
attacked. <laughs> but as much as The Last Jedi sucked, I think by the time we got to the end of Rise of Skywalker, I think he had a really nice redemption arc and they had built the character really nice to not be a five-year-old with a lightsaber and a helmet. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm picking Kylo Ren. Awesome. And I love that you think that, and I love that you think that way about his arc because so many people don't, and I also think it was a pretty good arc. And maybe you should give the Rise of Kylo Ren comic books a chance because I've started to read them and I think that they're pretty good. I'd read and it. And you get to see a lot of Jedi lore and the history of, of how Ben Solo became Kylo Ren. Lorelai. I was going to say Kylo Ren. Do you have a backup? You could still say Kylo Ren. Yeah, just say I say, say Kylo. Kylo Ren. Yes, I declare. For the same reason. Because <laughs> he has a good arc. You know how I used to ask these questions and not consider the answer because I was too focused on everyone else's answer? Come on, pull a Lorelai. You, you have the best one of all. <laughs> yeah. I say Kylo Ren. No, I really do love Kylo Ren as a villain, even in uh, The Force Awakens, because there's just something about how he manifests that rage that I think is very relatable, you know? But I gotta go with Vader. And I feel like I always pick the most obvious answers, but Vader probably wouldn't be my answer unless I've unless I read the Vader comics. They're just so good, and it's so... I've just learned so much about the character through those things. And I think that's why I'm making the choice I make. You know, the Ahsoka book also has something to do with it. He's not in the Ahsoka book, but his Inquisitors are. And also Ahsoka's connection to Anakin is severed. And everyone's connection to the Force is essentially severed based on the events that Anakin chooses to make to become Darth Vader. That's really powerful to me as well, because Ahsoka is my favorite character. So I think I go with Vader. I will say, so I'm going to steal a bit of Royce's thing. Listeners, we want to know who your favorite Star Wars villain is. But please, also, we would love, love, love to know where you would like to see season three of The Mandalorian go. And which of our ideas do you like or do you not like? Let us know, in general, all those things. I think that'd be super cool. Very interactive. Listen, we'll interact with you. Let us know. But not only to answer all of the exciting questions that we answered today, but you should follow us on Twitter and Instagram because Joey's going to share all of the nerdy Lego and poster and Funko Pop and <laughs> whatever <laughs> other book. cool canon. Yeah, the book, the uh, special edition book. So follow and us. Lorelai's <laughs> flower box. Wink. Hashtag Guys, only helmet. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so if you've made it this far in the episode, you must be enjoying our goofy banter. So make sure you're following us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, you know, wherever, wherever we're, we are in, in the universe. This has been a lot galaxy, of fun today. Actually, <laughs> I am smiling. Hopefully you can hear it. Robin is smiling. Lorelai. Joey is smiling. I hope you're smiling too. And we'll talk to you on the next episode. I have been Royce. I've been Robin. I've been Lorelai. And I've been Count Dooku and his sex toy lightsaber. <laughs> and we've been Krypton, Krypton to you.